What is going on, everybody? This is JC from the Fight Stance Podcast. Back to talk a little MMA with you guys. It's been a minute. Myself and Flex, we didn't record for UFC 229. Uh, I know you guys had a ton of content out there to listen to, plenty of podcasts to listen to, plenty of TV shows uh, directed specifically towards the main event. Um, Just plenty of stuff out there to listen to. Sorry we didn't record, but Flex flew in from across the country as he normally does, and we just wanted to sit back, relax, and enjoy the fights. We uh, we kind of uh, you know, dabbled with the idea of doing a, a video podcast, a video uh, fight companion style podcast. We ultimately decided against that. That's something that we're looking at towards the future, but we really wanted to just sit back and relax and uh, enjoy some fights and enjoy the greatest MMA main event that we have ever come across. And I feel that way. That's my opinion. I'm sure a lot of you guys feel that way. And I really want to get into, now that the dust has settled, uh, I want to speak on maybe some implications from uh, what this fight means and specifically what the loss means for Conor McGregor and his future as a box office sell. Um, So I'm going to be throwing a lot of numbers at you guys, Um, some research that I've done. I'm going to make a comparison of Connor's career path that I think uh, is is pretty valid. And, um, you know, let me know what you guys think. But uh, just follow along with these numbers. I promise they're going to go somewhere. So I went back and I wanted to see how many uh, pay-per-views Connor has been the headliner for. Okay. That number is six. He has headlined six pay-per-views now, including this one with Khabib. Okay. Including the one with Khabib. Five of those pay-per-views are in the top six all time as far as pay-per-view buys. So the top, you take the top six Pay-per-view buys of all time, biggest events of all time, Conor McGregor has five of them. The one outlier is his main event against Chad Mendez. That's lower on the list at number 24. Um, The one pay-per-view that's in there that is not a Conor McGregor headliner is UFC 100. Brock Lesnar, okay? He's another big sell, of course. We know that. So that tells you itself the impact that Conor McGregor has had, that he is the biggest box office sell of all time. And in combat sports, he is second all time to only Floyd Mayweather. It is astounding. Okay. What he has done for the sport, I can't put into words. Um, I know a lot of people don't feel the same way about him that they used to, but the mark that he is going to leave on this sport when he leaves is like something we've never seen before. Um, and I don't see that as a debate. Uh, that's that's how I feel. And um, I'm sure a lot of you guys agree with me. I hope you agree with me on that. We'll, we'll maybe never see another Conor McGregor. When I look up the top 25, I found an article from 2017 that gave me this. Uh, the top 25 pay-per-view buys... When it comes to combat sports, okay, um, Conor McGregor 
is number two on there to Floyd Mayweather that I see his name the most often. And he also is number two all time along with Floyd Mayweather in terms of uh, pay-per-view buys on that list. The number one of all time is Floyd Mayweather against Manny Pacquiao with 4.6 million and Connor versus Floyd is number two, 4.3 million. Okay, so just his name sold more pay-per-views than any other Floyd Mayweather opponent not named Manny Pacquiao. That is huge. Now, when I get into his fight with uh, Khabib Nurmagomedov, I want to speak on what this loss means. Now, one thing that it means is that Connor cannot have his next fight against anybody, anybody except for Khabib. One reason is because it's going to be the biggest MMA event of all time. We just had the biggest main event of all time. Dana White is saying that it cleared 2 million pay-per-view buys. This one may clear 3 million or whatever. Give give a big number. It's going to clear it, okay? It will be the biggest thing of all time, this rematch. I don't see it going any differently, but we'll we'll get further into that. But it will be the biggest of all time. Let's let's get that out of the way. Connor cannot face anybody else because of that. The Diaz trilogy is something that's been brought up. Had Connor beaten Khabib, he could have went on for the Diaz trilogy because that's what people would want next. That's not what people want next anymore. GSP has been brought up as a uh, possibility. It was a possibility before Khabib. If he had beaten Khabib, it would be a possibility. It's not a possibility anymore. The people don't want that. Those will not do half the numbers that a Khabib rematch will do. And Connor wants the rematch from what everyone is saying. So that leaves us with only the Khabib rematch as a possibility for Connor. Okay? Which gets me into the comparison. Uh, so the comparison that I have for Connor's career path is the one and only Iron Mike Tyson. Okay? Iron Mike Tyson. I'm going to spit out the numbers for you here. Top 25 combat sports pay-per-views of all time. Mike Tyson appears one, two, three, four, five, six times in the top 25. However, after losing back-to-back to Evander Holyfield, he appears once one time five times in the top 25 until he lost back-to-back fights and then he only appeared one more time with that fight being against Lennox Lewis so in comparison to Conor McGregor should Conor McGregor lose back-to-back to Khabib Nurmagomedov he now becomes a very difficult sell for the pay- for the UFC to bank on him as this U- this uh, pay-per-view draw, okay? Because when people lose, a, a lot of a lot of what makes someone marketable in combat sports is we have this image of them being unbeatable, 
That is a lot of their marketability. When Mike Tyson was at the height of his career, a lot of what made him marketable was people saw this this uh, guy who's built like an ox, knocking everybody out, and he seemed unbeatable. Until Buster Douglas happened, he seemed unbeatable. Nobody thought they could beat Mike Tyson. When you lose back-to-back, that gets taken out of the equation. One time, one time, if they lose one time, everybody wants to see if it was just a fluke. Okay, so we give them that one time. Two times, everybody says, okay, this guy's beatable. They get a lasting image of whether that's Mike Tyson biting biting Holyfield's ear, whether that's uh, Conor McGregor being choked out by Khabib Nurmagomedov or, you know, neck crank, whatever you want to say. Um, regardless, being submitted, being tapped by Khabib Nurmagomedov, that lasting image is in everybody's head before they go to click and pay, pay for a pay-per-view. So a back-to-back loss could have a huge effect. The other thing that I compare between him and Mike Tyson is their ability on the microphone, the things that they say. When you lose back-to-back, you can't always say what you used to say. Um, what are Connor's... Uh, ad libs that he has said. What are the, some of the fun things that he has said? You know, the the he says, "I talk and I talk and I talk," but guess what? I back it up. Well, if you've lost back to back, you can't really talk and talk and talk and say that you back up what you say. You know, so that loses uh, a lot of points when it comes to his appeal. When you say you'll do fucking nothing, well. When you've seen somebody do something to Conor McGregor back to back, those words don't mean anything anymore. Okay, so when you start to lose, you lose your appeal. You can't talk the same way that you wanted to talk in the past. So I I see this Conor McGregor thing going down the same career path that that Mike Tyson did when he lost back to back to Evander Holyfield. Um this Khabib rematch, in my estimation, Connor's career hinges on him beating Khabib Nurmagomedov. If he loses, I feel that that's the last fight that we will ever see of Conor McGregor. And I feel comfortable going on record with that because I don't see... I don't see Connor reaching the the mountaintop as he has and then having to go back into the pecking order with everybody else with fighting the non-title fights. Uh he can't search out super fights anymore because people won't pay for him to fight these guys when he's lost back to back. That's the key, back to back. So this rematch, whenever it happens, in my estimation, let's say Khabib gets the six-month suspension. Um, you also have to factor in Ramadan, which takes place in May-ish, June. You're looking at a rematch for Inter- International Fight Week in July. Uh, that is my estimation. I'm sure a lot of people have thought that out as well. 
And I honestly believe, honestly believe that the fight will go exactly the same. Um, I don't see a reason why it would go any different. I picked Khabib to win this fight from the start. Um, and there was just something different about Connor in this fight. Uh, you can ask Flex when he was just doing his walkout. Something seemed off. He had puffy eyes underneath. You know, underneath of his eyes were really puffy. He didn't seem to have that confidence. It almost seemed like when he got into the cage, it was like, you know, when he does the uh, the walk. I don't know what to call it, but the walk where he, he uh, swings his arms up. It was almost like he was like, okay, this is what I'm supposed to do now. Instead of it just flowing naturally. That natural confidence that we've got from Con- from Connor. It was just that, this is what I'm supposed to do now. This is what the people expect. So let me do this. And then when he's getting his name announced and he goes out to the center of the cage and he blows the kiss to everybody. It was almost just unnatural, like, okay, this is, this is what I'm supposed to do. Now it's time to do that. Well, you know, it just didn't seem like his confidence was there. Like he, he was just flowing naturally and, uh, it was just, something was off. And then of course, when he was fighting, um, it didn't seem like the same Connor, the same pop on his punches, the same crispness, uh, things just seemed off. It didn't seem like Connor. Maybe that's because Khabib is so great. Maybe all those things were, you know, uh, from nerves building up, adrenaline, anything. I don't know. But something seemed off. And uh, I thought Khabib would win from the start. I didn't want to change that pick. And uh, the fight went exactly how it was predicted. So should they get the rematch? I don't see it going any differently. And I truly believe that could be the end of Conor McGregor's career if he loses back-to-back. I don't see him going back uh, into the rankings and working his way back up. Just don't see it. I don't see him being a co-main on a card, you know? Because if he's not fighting for a title and he can't get the super fights, where does he fight on a card? I'm I'm not really sure where, where he would fall in, so... Let me know what you guys think. Uh, tomorrow, I'm actually going on my buddy's uh, radio show. Um, he's got a sports show. And he wants me to come on and talk some MMA, along with some basketball and football and some other things. But specifically bringing me on because he wants my opinion on MMA to be on his show. So I'll provide a link for that. Maybe you guys can listen in. That'll be at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. And, uh, yeah, let me know what you guys think in reference to the, the future of Conor McGregor and if this could potentially, with a loss, be the last that we see of him in the cage. Let me know what you guys think.